but but uh, you got a great habit of saying amen. But do you realize what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Do you realize what you're confessing? We didn't we didn't we didn't practice our little our little well, we, well, we just like the Pharisees and scribes. We they practice what they practice and 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 for thousands of years. And everybody glory in the fact that oh we did this, we got Moses and we and like Jesus says over in John, Moses is gonna be your name, your main accuser. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got him all right. right. You stuck. You you stuck with him. Uh -huh. If you don't know it or not, but but no, it's 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 just an interesting dynamic, and I and I just I just keep asking the Lord help me to 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 uh, 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 say the things that allow them to, to see you, because mm -hmm. uh, man, we 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 a piece of work. And, and and our enemy is shrewd. Absolutely, I like that though. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we even see that I, I I'm I'm hoping that maybe you understand you'll you'll grasp it more when you realize that you actually against God or your activities and actions mm -hmm. are opposed to God. Mm -hmm. Who you running around saying amen to? Mm. But, uh, Con confessing to something with your lips and then your heart ain't there. Right, and your heart didn't and we're gonna hit that and we're gonna hit yeah, it. In a bit. Uh, yeah, in a bit. <laughs> we basically go, we basically go that direction in a bit. And 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 um uh my uh not a concern. Mm. I'm just gonna. I'm I, my my intent has always been just to lay, make sure you grasp what the truth is. And you you want you want to refuse it like our boy right here, John, uh, will say. Well, all right. And I was just thinking that because like I just looked up and then verse eleven, which we we read it last time, but <laughs> when he says, "But anyone who hates." A brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around. And walks around in the darkness. In the darkness, they do not know where they are going because the darkness, the darkness is blind. Is blind but they saying they walking in the light. Right. And all, all we doing is amen, 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 claiming, amen, yeah, amen. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm right. in agreement. I'm in oh, agreement. Yeah. Well, then we yeah. walk around hating our brother and sister. Right. And you're not. You're not obeying. And another concept is uh, if if you're not trusting, you're not obeying. Because that's your first that's your first charge. You got to believe that he is. <laughs> you got to believe that he's God and you ain't. That's the first charge. That's where it begins. Huh? But, you know, that's where it begins, right there. Yeah, see, that's you where it begins. That he is, but, and you're not. But we, but we don't. But see, we don't. We us old heads don't think that way, Corey. Oh man, 
young ones too. But the young ones too. But 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 some of this stuff is. I'll put it this way: y'all are young enough to 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 be childish. Yeah. I'm dealing with folks that 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 don't have no memories of child. Their memories of childhood start at high school graduation. Everything else is foggy. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true. Yeah. Because I was that way. Right, right. But 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 anyway. The Lord says the truth will make us free. Hey, indeed, indeed it will. And and it and it worked on me. Indeed it why, will. So why, so why can't it work on you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, it works. It, it works. Yeah, it works. But, but we know that, but that we know not everybody's going to accept the truth. Right, right, right. I understand that. And that's, that's, a, that's a given. And that's well understood. Everybody's not going to accept it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> good, brother. See, I mean, just like what you get ready to be just today. I know. Right? You dear oh. children, I'm right to you, Father. I'm right Hello. I can't, I can't wait Hello. to hear what the Lord. I can't wait to hear what the Lord gonna say. Hey. I can't wait to hear what the Lord gonna say. Hey, <laughs> yes, <note>. sir. <laughs> Let's go. And he and he does it two or three times, right? He does. He does it for yeah, like five yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. It's for yeah, five yeah. verses in a row. Right, right. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, everybody runs right on past them verses and keep on going. Keep, keep and don't going. know the difference between a father and a child or and nothing mm. else. <laughs> yeah, everybody's included. Yep. They are. Since the Lord is so, since the Lord has such a unique, unique way of using you, mm. I'm all ears. Hey, me and you both. <laughs> Boy, John, chapter two. <laughs> we'll begin at verse 12, brother. <laughs> oh, man. We'll begin at verse 12. And uh, I love how he uh, prefaces this because it just really just like what we've been talking about. Right. Amening and then walking contrary to the amen, but but John is writing to us for a reason, and he starts by saying that I love it. Like we were saying this last week, this is the message. This is why he's writing to you. Let's let's talk about it. Verse twelve. I am writing to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of His name. That's Jesus. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know Him who is from the beginning. Wisdom, you should know, you should. I am writing to you young men because you have overcome the evil one. You don't have to keep chasing the wind. You don't have to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah don't, don't, don't keep doing it. I, am, I write to you, dear children, because you know the father. I write to you fathers because you know him who is from the beginning. He keep repeating himself. I write to you young men because you are strong and the word of God lives in you. And you will, and you have overcome the evil. He said the same thing. Over. 
Over and burst. It's the same reason I'm writing to you. Both young men and old. Both young men and fathers. Right? But this is the message. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, beloved, if anyone loves the world, love for God or love for the Father is not in them. Mm. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God we live family. And this is why he's writing to you. Why is he writing to us and to them? Because he wants you to live. Yes. 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 You're not living. Wants you to live. <laughs> oh man. Live. Oh man. There's this, yeah, there's this sense of uh, example uh, when it came to the men of the town. And, and not from a, a barbaric standpoint, but but from a, a leadership standpoint, you know. You know, you, you look at today, modern day times, <clears throat> there's, there's no leading. Everybody's following, but 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 nobody sees the leader. Nobody. I don't even see it. Have you you noticed like if you watch TV nowadays, there's always gonna be the same thing. You're gonna see uh sex or uh, sexual conduct glamorized, uh whether hetero or homosexual, it's going to be glamorized. And now you're seeing these these families, homosexual families, more prevalent than heterosexual families. The heterosexual couples are hooking up and going on. The homosexual families are together. You see them like sleeping in the bed and saw this show the other day where this woman and this woman were sleeping in the bed together. They were married. They were a family. <laughs> that is the only family that you see that you <laughs> that you are seeing in the show. Right. It's glamorized. It's 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 saying this is this is the way. But you but you ask and I say I'm saying who's leading? I'm saying who who you don't see who's leading. You don't see who's putting this in these TV shows. You're putting this in these movies. You don't see them. Because you don't know if it's a man or a woman. Or if it used to be a man and now is a woman. Or it used to be a woman and now is a man. You don't even know. You have no idea. You have no idea. But you see it. And it's this movement. Because you see it. It's more and more common. But back in the day, there were, there were leaders throughout the community. And you see... John writing, when he say, I'm writing to you fathers, I'm writing to you young men, I'm writing to you dear children. In order, in an order. Said it the same way, dear children, fathers, young men. When the young men are part of the, of the part of the children, 
Probably not. Right. It's just probably levels in the, in the ages that he was talking about, because when he talked to the young men, he talked about them overcoming the evil, probably out there living riotously. And then the fathers being being such that they have been around for, for a bit of bit of time. Right. Writing to them as a reminder, you know him from the beginning, you know him I'm reminding you. But yet he's telling the young men, you know, him too. You know the father, the children, y'all know the father. You, the children, of course, you know the father. Your children. But it all boils down to one thing, which you said earlier. Agreeing to live by your amen. Living by your amen. Are you going to live by your amen? Or are you going to keep what we talked about last week? Pretending. Mm -hmm. Are you going to keep pretending? Or are you going to keep pretending? This way, you know what I mean? But this is what we huddle up. We huddle up to, to remind one another, to, to have these discussions, to, to go through these scriptures and, as, as, and, and see and pull out like every little intricate part to examine our person, ourselves. And that's a good one, to examine ourselves. Because that's what he's saying. I'm writing. This is why I'm writing to you. This is why we're having this discussion. This is a reminder to examine what in me or part of me that I said amen to Jesus is actually not amening to Jesus. What part of me is it? It's a part of me that ain't. It's a part of me that's saying, ah, nah, man. It ain't amen. It's not. Nah. Nay, man. Nay, nay. I'm not doing it. And and then John comes in and says, Well, if that part of you is naming in Jesus, then all of you is naming in Jesus. All of you. You can't say that you are in the light and then you're not loving your brother. You can't say that you're in the light and then you're constantly over here doing other things, contrary to what Jesus is telling you to do. And now he's beginning to specify. I love this, these three verses, because this is really, this is true. To the core, and probably going to take a little bit to go through all of these. But let's let's see. He says, "Do not love the world or anything in the world." What do you mean? Don't love the world? I love sports. I love movies. I I, I love to play golf. I love to to read a good book. I love to, you know, have a have a conversation, great conversation. I love to drink, you know, go into the bar and just socially drink, have a few drinks, just chit chat. I love to do this thing. This is how we converse. This is how we converse. But then John comes and says, do not love the world or anything in it. We equate love to passion, mm -hmm. have a passion. I have a I have a strong liking, a, de, a desire. But love is a, is an action. And he's like so 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 when you think about it, love is is an action. Love is is me making a choice to do something in regards to a person, whether that is considering this person above myself. Right? Had had a good message about that last weekend. This guy came to the church. He's talking about. Esteeming others above themselves. I have never heard that preached before. 
And he said, if you if you want to fight fair in your relationship, that's how you do it. Consider them, esteem them above yourself. And then he and then he said, make a game of it. Make that a game. Because we like to play so many games in relationships. Mm -hmm. The blame game, you know, you know, all of these different games, but make a game out of esteeming others above yourself. And that is an action, and that is love. It's like sacrificing yourself for the betterment of someone else. That is love. So, so, so. Let's let's equate that to the world. He said, anyone who loves the world does not love the Father. So when you make a sacrifice for the world, think about it. You're making sacrifices for the world. And considering the world, above yourself. Isn't that what God wants you to do? Nah, nah, nah. Isn't that, but isn't that what he wants you to do? He wants me to sacrifice for the world. So then I'm going to esteem the world above myself. Yeah, it sounds good. But Jesus already died for the world. He died for they said. He, he, he don't want you sacrificing for the world. What are we talking about here? Because it sounds like I'm walking around in a circle, but I'm not. Just slow walking to the point. When he says don't love the world, he's not talking about the people. He's talking about a system. Systems. Yeah, he's talking about a system. There's this worldly system. There is this worldly process or process that that we have to follow or not. Because you got to get up, you got to eat. You know what I mean? Eating is above of, of the world. You you have to go to work that is of the world. That you have to sleep that is of the world. You have sports that is of the world. You have you have all of these things that you know going out socializing, drinking that is of the world. All of your passions that are, that are of the world that are that are worldly. He's saying those functionals, those functionalities. He's saying don't love that. Contrary to popular demand, right? John is saying, don't love that because when you do, the love of the Father is not in you. Now, why is he saying that? Well, let's just go. Let's talk about it. He's saying that because when you invest so much of you into making sure all of these things are to your satisfaction, guess who you're not satiating? Guess who you're not pleasing? And that would be God. Because if I'm investing in making sure I'm getting all the sleep I can, not that it's a bad thing, no, that's a good thing. Making sure my health is properly in order. Not that you shouldn't, you should, you should. Making sure, you know what I mean, I have all the fun that I want. And that's not a problem, that's cool, you should. You know, making sure, you know, if you're watching some sports for your, your downtime, that's not a problem, that you should. But what shouldn't you do? You shouldn't be doing those things at the expense of God. And that's where deceit parts because we feel if I give God an hour a day then he should be good or 10 minutes or a few seconds when I say a grace over my food Father God thank you for this food in Jesus name amen he should be good God should be okay God is okay with me giving him some a piece of my time. 
part of the problem because we are considering time to be ours until we die. And then we realize time was never ours. It was borrowed. It was leased. You had it for a, 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 a fleeting moment. And you only had so much of it to do what God wanted you to do while it was invested. But we didn't consider that. No, what we do is we invest in everything but God. And John says, and this is why I'm writing to you. I'm writing to you so that you will not invest in everything but God. I'm writing to you so that you will invest in God. And God will direct you. Exactly. And God will direct you in everything else. He will direct you in everything else. But if you love the world more than you do God, if you are looking at the world like the world is the, 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 the world, this world, this system is all that I have, then you, you don't have God. And soon as the system is done, soon as your rotation stops, then you don't have anything. Put it to you better. God can't get through to you if you're sleeping and awakening. Awakening is for what it is that you feel you have to do for worldly consumption. My 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 up and my 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 rise, my my rise and my downtime is for the worldly consumption. My, my up and down is for worldly consumption. How can God get through you? Because then if God says, I don't want you to do that particular thing anymore, you're not going to be able to let it go. If you're making 10 figures, 20 figures, 100 figures, and God says, I want you to give to the poor. Get, well, how much do I give them? Lord? I just give. No limit. Now nah, I'm going to have a problem with that. Because because those things are 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 what I live for. If it's children and God says, yield them to me. What do you mean yield them to you? Bring them to church? Okay, I can bring them to church. No, I mean I want you to take your hands off of them. I want you to take off your ideologies, your beliefs, your philosophies. And I want you to yield them to me. I want you to put them in my hands and let me direct them. And say, like, well, how do you do that? Well, teaching them me and not you. Showing them who I am and then letting them make the decision. Wait a minute. Now we try to force the decision on them. No, no, let them make the decision because, because that's what I do for you. I let you make the decision. And you made your decision. You've chosen work above me. You've chosen riotous living above me. I have no way. I have no say. I tell you, I want you to give me your time. And you say, I gave you 30 minutes. Oh, man. I gave you 30 minutes, Lord. But I didn't ask you for 30 minutes. I asked you for your time. When, when do you have time to not give it to me? When I ask you for your time. 
You have no time to do anything else but give it to me if I'm asking you. So you take oh. you mean to tell me I can't do nothing else? What else do you want to do? Well, I want to go play golf. I want to watch a good movie. I want to want to just you know go shoot the breeze at the bar. Sure. I want to you know do just do something. You want to do something other than be with me? Other than me. That's what you see. What I'm saying. That system. This this. This system, our minds are so warped that we can't even understand or grasp when God says he wants our time, that means he wants our time. He doesn't want our time outside of him is what he's saying, but we can't grasp that. We think we think God saying he wants our time is, oh, well, let me read my Bible real quick. We think God wanting our time is, oh, let me go to church. Oh, let me watch a message on YouTube. No, when God says he wants your time, God's saying he wants your attention. God's saying he wants you to move when he tells you to move. God's saying he wants you to sit when he tells you to sit. God is saying he wants you to say things when he tells you to say things. He wants you to read your Bible when he tells you to read your Bible. He wants you to pray this prayer when he tells you to pray this prayer. Jesus wasn't just sitting there going up to the mountains in the mountains talking to God. No, there were times where God was talking through him to other people. God Amen. God had his time. Amen. He wasn't moving without God, right? And this is the thing. You think about it. This, this, this makes sense when you're looking at it from a worldly standpoint. If, if your job is your source, you know what you do? You base your entire year off of your job. Point of your job. You go to bed a certain time so that you can get up a certain time to go do your job. You spend the certain time at your job. And when you leave your job, guess what happens? You're thinking about what it is you're going to do for your job when you get home. And sometimes when you get home, you still be doing your job because your life revolves around your job. job. Even on the weekends. You're thinking about your job, how you can make things better on your job, how you can make things easier on your job. Your job never leaves your mind. It's always about your job because you love your job. You love your job. So everything you do is based on your job. You're not going to do anything to jeopardize your job when you're out in public. You're going to function accordingly. You're going to walk a fine line. You're going to make sure you're representing your job well. Because you want to continue to work at your job. And so John comes along and he says, if you love your job, the love of the father is not in you. Why can't I love my job? Because the love for the Father will not be in you. This is not math, guys. This is not science. This is a simple decision of who's first. And there are no seconds. There are no seconds. There is no shift in 
when can I stop looking at God and then now I can prioritize my job? I can't. I can never prioritize my job. Only thing I can prioritize is God. And God then directs me on how to behave at my job. Just like you did with your job. It's the same principle. Now, if God is the sole source of what I revolve around, then this is what happens. Everything I do is going to be based on God's direction. I can't do anything else but that. He's going to direct me on how to, how, how, how I'm supposed to act at my job. He's going to direct me on how I can get better at doing this job. And then when I'm away from my job, guess what I'm going to be thinking about? I'm going to be thinking about how God can use me to be better when I'm at home. I'm going to be thinking about how God can use me to be better with my family. I'm going to be thinking about how God can use me in the times that I'm just being entertained and what it is that I'm consuming. He's going to monitor all of that. Yeah, don't watch that. Yeah, turn that. Yeah, don't listen to that. Yeah, that's no good. Things you don't want to listen to. Okay, I need you to listen to this. Why won't we listen to this, guy? Because I need you to see something in this. I need you to hear something in this. And I'm going to take what you hear in this, and I'm going to do something with it, either in your life or in somebody else's life. But I'm going to use it. And it's all about what God is going to do through you. It's not about what it is that you're going to do in this world for consumption. And that's really simple. That's simple, yeah. And then let's start. He starts breaking it down into categories. He says, Everything in the world is the lust of the flesh. Lust of the flesh. Consumption. What are you doing to please your flesh? And I don't have to name anything. What are you doing to please your flesh? What are you doing to consume to satisfy your flesh? What are you doing? Who's directing it? Is it is it from a worldly vantage point? Or is it from a godly vision? Is your fleshly satisfaction based on what God is telling you I, he wants you to consume and how it will benefit you and how it will help you? Or is it based on what you feel your flesh will like and what the world says your flesh should like? You know, it's like when you watch the commercials, sex sales. And, when, and, and, and whenever you're watching this show or whatever, there's always this situation or scene where it's 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 like this these orgies. It's, it's always that orgies are always like a part of it, like where you just just doing whatever. Everything it goes, but you whatever you with your body, just everything. Sales, fleshly satisfaction, or or. Brutalization, somebody being brutalized, massacred, just gory, more guts, more blood, the better. Oh, you see a knife sliced through this person's face, and then you see the half of the face slide off the bottom of the face. That's ridiculous. But that's what, what is selling for the appeasement of our flesh in, our, in the world of entertainment. Even in, in even in selling merchandise, sex or 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 gore. Gore. The, the batter, the bigger, the better, the batter the gun, and to make you do this, and to make to make you feel this. That's the pride of life. That's the lust of the eyes. And in everything the world is selling wraps up. All three things are wrapped up in one. One of those three. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all three may be in all of those things. 
all of those things may make you prideful, satisfying your eyes and satisfying your physical flesh. Like whether it's consuming internally or you hearing it and it's, it's satisfying your hearing. You know what I mean? Like internally you're hearing, it's just satisfying or you touching it, satisfying your touch. The lust of your flesh. These things are satiated in everything that the world is trying to spin to you or sell to you. When you say you love something, that's usually what it's saying. Your job makes you feel a sense of purpose. It gives you a reason to live. That's the pride of life. It's like, no, that's not pride. Yeah, it is because your job satisfies you in the world. Like, like it gives you the place to be. Like, I'm here. I have a reason to be here. I need it. Why, why, why does your job have to make you feel like you're needed? For you to feel like you're needed. God has you here. That means you're needed. The lust of your eyes. What you're seeing, what you're looking at. Right? Like, like, like something there. You, you go there. You know what I mean? You're, you're, it, the building is oh, it's such a great environment. It's something you see that you like. The, the fleshly consumption, I don't know, it could be anything. It could be anything. It could be, it could, it, it could be uh, people always greeting you at the office. Or people always coming to your office and saying that, uh, 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 Oh, I know they're going to get the job done. The fact that you're hearing that satisfies your flesh. And then it does what? It promotes your ego. It's like all three of them are working together in one to, to help sustain you or sustain your passion for that particular thing. And God is over here saying, if those are the things that you are revolving around. Then the love for me is not in you. The love for me is not in you. Because all of those things should be satisfied in me. And notice, when I say that in God, it should be satisfied in God based on his directing. Based on his directing. He's not having you fast from those things. But it's based on his directing. It's based on God exalting you because he said he said i will exalt you those that are abased i will exalt them so pride pride is, is a is a sense of of god exalting you not you exalting yourself not satisfying your lust him directing what you should what you should see and what is pleasant because when God looked down on the earth and uh, with all that he made, he said it was good. He looked and he saw and it was good. And when he saw that after he made man, he looked and he saw that and he, he it was very good. Satisfying your, your, your visual or, or sightful lust is not a bad thing. Satisfying your fleshy lust is not a bad thing. God says something is good for food. Means it's good for food. Something is good. It's based on God directing it. And if you go back up to verse one, 
when John started out, he says that this is the message. This is the message. Where was it? Verse 2? Whoever says, I know him, but does not know what uh, what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his words, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. This old command is the message you have heard, yet I am writing a new command. That was last week. But basically, this is the message. Whosoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, uh, love for God is truly made complete in him. And this is how we know we are in him. Whoever complain, complain, whoever whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. And how is that? Just as I described, all of those lustly satisfactions are satisfied through the directing of God. Because that's how Jesus lived. He didn't even eat until his father said he. My food is to do the will who sent me. <laughs> That's John. Straight out of John. What was that? Chapter 4? John chapter 4? My, my, my food. John chapter 6? I think 6. It was one around the time with the woman at the well. Was that 5 or 6? The woman at the well was 4. 4. Okay, yeah, it's 4. Yeah. Remember when his disciples said, Master, I know you're hungry. He said, meanwhile, to his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. Verse 30, 31, 431. He said, meanwhile, as the disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Nothing about. 33, then his disciples said to each other, could someone have brought him food? 34, my food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. his work. See, there's this, there's this narrative, this worldly narrative says you should satisfy when you decide to. The system is when you decide to. And then the love of God says it's when God directs me to. And it's, it's a slippery slope. What are we doing? Are we doing things based on when our flesh is wanting it, when our eyes are wanting it, when we feel like we should be exalted, when we feel like it's time for us to be exalted, or are we doing it based on God directing us? Is God exalting us? Is God telling us, this is going to satisfy your eyes? Is God telling us, this is going to satisfy your flesh? The consumption. Are we consuming what God is telling us to consume? Or are we consuming what the world is telling us to consume? Are we addicted to pornography? Satisfying our lust. Are we addicted to consuming alcohol? To, 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 to physically 
and mentally check out to satisfy our lust. Are we addicted to going and shooting guns to feel empowered and, and, and not fearless and fearless, rather? Empowered and fearless. Like, like I don't have to worry about a thing because I know how to shoot this gun. And I have so many guns. If anybody tries to do anything to me, now I feel safe because I got all of these guns. You know what I'm saying? But this is what the world says is what makes us safe. It's, it's, it's who are we in revolving around and who are we allowing to dictate our choices? That's really merely all John is saying. It sounds, it sounds very scientific and, and, and you know what I mean? Like you have to do a whole <clears throat> thesis on it to get a better understanding of it. But when you look at these three verses uh, in chapter two, from 15, I don't think it's three verses. Is it two, one verse? In chapter 15, you have three, three verses from six, four, 16 to 17 and 1 John 2. Yeah. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. All he's saying is the direction of it. The direction of it. Because when God puts you in the world, he put you in the world to have all three of those lusts satisfied. Because when he gave you food, he said the food was good for the he said the food was good for eating, consumption. He said it was uh uh he said it was where was it? It was pleasant to their eyes. And this is the knowledge, tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then he said it was one to make one wise. But then the tree of life was good for food, it was pleasant to the eyes, and it was one to give you life. Pride of life. Life. Pride of life within itself. All three of those things would have been satisfied. You would have had life forever. In an abundance. You would have had an abundance of life. As opposed to an abundance of knowledge of good and evil. Both cases is, is a level of exaltation. It's just a matter of what. One is self-exalting. The other is God-exalting. Because God, when he gives you life everlasting, that's God-exalting. I can't give myself life everlasting. Knowledge of good and evil is something that I am aware of on my own, apart from God. But nonetheless, God put you here to satisfy all three of those things. The difference is who's directing you. But then he goes on to say this, 17, the world. And its desires pass away. But whoever does the will of God lives forever. Again, life or the knowledge of life. Life or the knowledge of life with good that is good and the knowledge of life that is bad. Which one? Who's directing our paths? That's all he's saying. Like to summarize it. John is saying, if the world is directing your path based, based on all the, 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 the intricate details that you need to live, if the world is directing you, then the love for God is not in you. But if God is directing you, then the love for the world is not in you. It's not in you. <laughs> it's not in you. And it's just that 
simple. And that's all I have. It's simpler. It's simpler. It's simpler. <laughs> Brother, it's simpler. It's simpler. Wow, Corey, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. <laughs> it's like I want to keep hearing it. It's just so good, brother. John, see, see, and John in one John makes it ten times simpler than he did in John. He did. He did. Now, I'm not sure you can get it any simpler than what he didn't put it in, in one John. I don't think you can get simplified anymore. Anymore? And it's cut and dry. It is. It's cut and dry. There's no there's no gray areas. Yeah. <laughs> I got some headings that say open chapter one, light and darkness, sin right. and forgiveness. Right. Pure and simple. Pure and simple. Yeah. And there's no and it and, and and mingling is eliminated because it's exposed for what it is. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Denying the sun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. See, and here again, here again, the motive, the motive is, the motive is clear. Clear. My motive is God, my motive is the world. Right. And there's no mixing. There's not. It, it, it won't blend. It, it won't. It, it just won't blend. It, it, it won't, and it and it's so like you said, it's so, so much. It's, it's so much simpler, but we complicate it because when you ask the question, that's why I bring the question. I can't love these things. Oh, you can't. But when you think about it, when you say love these things, what are you really loving? Because love is an action, right? All you're truly saying is you're invested in these things. You're invested in this idol that can't invest back into you. Right. It's not putting anything back into you. Yeah, there's no return. There's no return. There's a self-satisfaction. There's a fleshly satisfaction. There's this satisfaction that you're getting from those things. But it's not giving you energy. It's not return. It's not being returned to you. You, 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 you creating. Right. You, you're like you get more money. You spend more money. Then you need more money to. Right. 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 <laughs> you need more money for the stuff that you. Yeah. For the excess. It just. It's just. It's a cash twenty two. It is, and brother, when I tell you, when I tell you, I don't even know, like, like, we've gotten significant raises within the last year. 
and somehow we spent significantly that's what more. you do that's and, what you do and this is what's crazy this is what's crazy our lifestyle hasn't changed and I'm right. like we're not accumulating anything. and we lie to ourselves about our lifestyle change but this is the thing no. evidently no, this is the thing. I can give you, I'm talking about myself. I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking yeah. about me. From 22 to 23, we got significant raises. And I can assure you, we had the same house. We got the same car. We bought the car and the house in 22. Mm -hmm. we, we haven't bought anything else. We bought the furniture in 22. Right. We haven't bought anything else. Right. Got the raise in 23. And you and need since more. Since we've gotten the raise, not need more, we've spent more. Spent more, yeah, right. And I'm like, where is the money going? Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't, I'm, I, I, brother, I checked the books. I don't see where it's going. And I'm like, Lord, where is this money going? And then it's always something. This is what I, I tell I told Bridget. I said, there's this, there is we are in season where God just have you sowing and you don't even you just sowing. And sometimes you think you should be saved and accumulating. And God just like, nah, you sowing. It's like something will come up. Like each month, something will come up. Like the surgery. Okay, we have to pay so much. Gone. One time we did something for this house where we were cleaning the house. Gone. Something breaks. Gone. And it's mm -hmm. like back to back. Something, something, something. And you look back and you like, after obviously after a period of time, and you look back over each month and you don't, you don't, because you're not tracking it. But if you, when you start thinking about it, like, like I said, the lifestyle didn't change between 22 and 23. But what, happens is there's just this season of sowing. Now, think this is what I'm, my point that I'm getting to. But when you are changing your lifestyle, there's a need for you to change how much your income is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see what yeah. I'm getting to? Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. need yeah, yeah. to change your income. And, and, you're, and you're generating and you're generating it and you're driving it. Now you're like, oh man, I need another job. I need a I need a raise. Yeah. Because I want to change my lifestyle. Because I want to change, because I can't keep living check to check. I need I need this so that I can be where I want to be. And it's and it's driving you. Right. Driving you. You see what I'm saying? Now, now, yeah, like it's pushing you towards that thing. It's causing you to invest in that thing and feel like this thing needs to be accomplished in order for you to get this thing. And it works just the opposite with God. God is driving me. God is directing me. It's time right. to spend, son. It's time to spend. Okay, it's time to save. Okay, now it's time to reap a harvest where we right. bought a car, where we bought a house, right. where we right. bought furniture. Right. That's reaping right. the harvest. You right. know what I'm mean? saying? And then there right. are times where you're just sowing. It's time to sow. It's time to give. But, it's just time but, to give. But 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 is but is God defined 
God directed it's God. God directed honor. God. God is all God. God. All God. <laughs> uh, it, you see what I'm saying? Glory to God. Yeah. It, and that's the difference between loving the world and loving God. That's the difference. But you said what... something. You said something earlier mm -hmm. that 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 resonates, and and this it's this whole concept that you don't own nothing. Hmm. See, and and your stewardship is to him. It's to him. In fact, we need to get on, because of stewardship, we need to get on the accounting of what he's given. Yes. Yes. See, because he's giving and we're not accounting for it properly. Yes. And the stewardship suffers. Yes. See what we call what we call what we call an asset is is tainted by the world. Yes, and that's why and that's why when you when you preface when you preface things with God, mm -hmm. everything's got to be prefaced with God. Yeah, and all your activities. Yeah. But we want to in and out. Yeah. A little dab over here. Mm -hmm. A little time over here. Like you say, a little reading over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got all these schedules. That, now I'm doing my devotional, brother. Oh, Hello. Please. Hello. Hello. Get out of here. Get out of here. I gave you 30 minutes. You can't turn off your devotion to God. Right. You can't schedule that. You can't. You can't. You can't. Like, I can't. I'm, I'm sitting here being entertained and I can't enjoy certain things while right. I'm with God. Like, it just doesn't, it just don't, it don't, it ain't a matter of feel, right? I just can't. You can't do it. God's in me. I can't sit here and like pretend like I'm enjoying this. Me and God just right here. We like, me and God like having a conversation. What are they doing? Are they really doing this right now? Is this really going on? Uh, right, like, right, seriously? right. You really, you really yeah. got this idol up in front of you me. You hear me? And then God, <laughs> like, man, turn this mess off. Okay. Woo. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for giving me permission. Glad I didn't have to watch that foolishness. But yeah, that you see, and 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 that's and that's all. That's all due to our religious upbringing. Absolutely. Man. And John comes along with, here's the, here's the information you need. Here's the information you need to proceed clearly. Yeah. Right. Let's eliminate all this gray area mess. <laughs> right. All this, all this camouflage. 
huh? Right. And let's be real. And let's be real. Let's be real. Front and center. How you gonna love God and the world? You can't. You can't. And see the simple, the simple logic that says you can't, yep. Corey. Yep. Is a gift. It's a gift. It is. And if you, haven't, if you haven't received that gift, you can't exercise that you gift. Cannot. You can't steward that gift. You cannot. <clears throat> you cannot, brother. <sighs> and knowledge allows you, knowledge <laughs> allows you to acknowledge the gift, that the hey. gift exists. Yep. And then lie to yourself that it's been given. That it's been given. <laughs> And then lie that you exercise. That's what, see, that's what that's what knowledge does for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know about it. Yeah. But you don't know the source of it. Yeah. You don't know the source of it. And right. and, and and knowing the source. Man, oh man, yeah, Corey, this is good. Mm -hmm. This, I mean, this, boy, we all, oh man, mm -hmm. yeah. Can I see where he's headed next? Yeah, my, my thing says warning against denying the sun. Hello, hello, but I said amen. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I said amen. I did. And you see how <laughs> you see how it's an onion and he's peeling it back but slowly. Yeah, and and, and and the more you peel, the more it burns. The more it burns. Because when he say don't love the world, the love of the father, the lust of the word, not in the die. Right. See that don't resonate. Because you feel like you have to love these things. If you're worldly, you feel like you have to. You yeah. gotta love to eat. Right, right, right. It's the sense of enjoyment, of entertainment. Yeah, how you, you gonna, like how to you see? Gonna, how you gonna live? Right. And then and then the pride, the pride. Like it's just come on. It's not like I'm trying to look down upon people, but there's this this self, this this self-exaltation that we have, you know, that that we tell ourselves, you know, you gotta encourage yourself, you gotta comfort yourself. Think more of yourself than you should. Right? Because that's what the world says. Self-empowerment. You think about right. it in basketball players, right? And this is really a beautiful right. analogy. When the basketball player said, I got in the zone, I had to just, I just felt like I couldn't be stopped. Right, right, right. Because, right, right, because right. We, yeah. we had to get the win. Right. We had to get the win. I had to do and what then, I had and, to. And, and the next game is a flop. It's, a, it's right. <laughs> what happened? What happened to all that? I had to. I was tired. Yeah. It was it was a back to back. But see, yeah, but, and, yeah, and that's the that's the big exposure for sports. And like, and as much as I like them, of course. Uh, and, and see, as much as I like them, yeah, yeah. I see, I see that. You see that. You see that over and over and over. Over 
again. Yep. Oh, when 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 does it end? When does it end? When do they wake up? Right. When when they when they are probably twenty years past their retirement. Right. And, and 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 there's got to be the greatest. It has to be, and that's so dumb. It has to be, I, and, so and, everybody, dumb. and everybody can't be. And everybody can't be. <laughs> and there has to be the greatest. It has to be. But you think about that's, that. You always you you, that's you, what you always say it. It does because because you always said it because I when the disciples came to Jesus, they were comparing themselves among themselves. Yeah. Right, among I have to be the best. I have to be number one, but why? Like we can't be multiple number one. Yeah, number say one who says who? One is singular. Yeah, yeah, and that makes it a game. It makes it a game. That makes it a game. And, and you know what they're. Exactly. It's not living. It's not life. Not There's living. no life. There's no life in that. There's no life and then, in that. And, and then you sit there and you're talking about something you're doing for your enjoyment, but you get so invested in it, it's changing your emotions. Right. You're not enjoying it anymore. And you're how you upset. think about anything. Right. You're upset. You're mad. Like you didn't have fun. Like then you start the question: Is this stuff for enjoyment? It's not for enjoyment. It's for it's for empowerment. It's for pride. It's to say you were the best. It's to say you were the greatest. That's the, the whole in, point. The intent, uh, the intent is only continuously evil. evil. It's not for that's enjoyment. The, that's 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 the machine that's driving the whole thing. Right. Even even think about it. Even like you you like if you like a football or whatever game, whatever soccer or football, you know, hockey. You could be watching a sport without any bias. You don't know nothing about any team, any player on the team. Right. But something in you starts to root for this one side. Nobody's right. rooting for both sides. Always, always. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm rooting for the for the offenses. Yeah. Because if you don't care about it, you're not going to be, you're not going to watch it. But if you start watching it, you get invested in it, you're going to root for a side. And then you become invested in that side. You're going to want that side to win. And if that side doesn't win, it's going to do something to you. To you. Ah. God. And you didn't lose a thing unless you bet it on the game. And if you bet right. on the game, then you lose something. You lost some money. But if you don't bet on them, well, yeah, yeah, you lose your you lose your time and yourself. And, yeah, and there you go, and that's what I was about <laughs> to get to. Because if you invest your time and your energy in the like, it's like you're trying to wield them to win, and when right. they don't win, it's like a big letdown. You're like, yes, it oh. is. Yes, it is. Now you become emotionally drained as a go out. To, you know what I mean? Or if, but if they win. Then you get that burst of energy because exhilaration. You're yeah. like exhilarated. There you go. It didn't win anything but pride. 
But it's a up and down, but it's a up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, all depending on the circumstances yeah, that you have absolutely no control over. No control over. And it's like, why? And I guess the guys that are running the books yep. cap on that and take your money. Take, yep, yep. Like, why are you so invested? Right. Why are you so invested? Why have you become a fanatic? Right. A fan. Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's what fan is short for. Fanatic. Yeah. A fanatic. Yeah. Where it's causing you to invest so much of your person into this. Right. And you lose yourself. Right. And there's no room for God. You absolutely lose yourself. You lose yourself, Cobra. You said a mouthful. You lose yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In the fanaticism. Yeah. And John is over here saying, and when you're in that, when you're controlled by that, the love for God isn't in you. God, and the no fanat but the fanaticism yeah. is played out in, in, in just every area of your life. Every it is. It's not just work, right? It's, you know, it's yeah. just every area of life. Everything. Folks, folks have become fanatics about keeping their yard. Yep, they have. Yep. And it's all a competition. All a competition. It's all a competition. It's all a competition. You said it. It's all a competition. All a competition. And that's the curse. That's the curse. And if you're going, if you're going to compete, you can't commune. You can't. You can't be friends. See, you can't commute and compete. Yeah, you can't. We cannot be friends. We can't. It won't work. We're against each other. Even on the same team. Somebody got to be number one on the team. D-Wade right. and LeBron James couldn't both be number one. Right. And win. D-Wade had to step back. You can't right. competing even on your team. Yes. Isn't that crazy? But that's the way it is. And but that's that, how it play, and that's how it plays out. But check it. And some, check it. And, some, and some teams never become the great team that they could be. Because all because they cannot settle that issue. Yep. Who's number one? Yeah. And the, you know who you, but you know what's crazy? There can be no number one and you can win. Yes. Yes. See everybody can see everybody can can choose to bow the knee. Everybody can choose to de decrease. That everybody can choose to step to uh, allow the benefit to the other person, to exalt the other. You can let the lift, lift, lift them up. Yeah, you can let. Don't the worry about me being lifted up. Yeah, it's not about who who gets the last shot. It's not about who scores the most points. It's about right. the win. Do we win? Is it, is it about the win or is it about you winning? Yep. 
And so you got great teams that have never won. Can't yeah. win. Can't win. Just because of the personalities. Yep. And change one personality and the whole team changes. You can't hear me? You hear me? No. What happened? You can't hear me? Rock back. Can you hear me? I hear you. Can you hear me? What you do? Oh, I just took my earbuds out. Yeah, I, I saw you do that, but could you not hear me? No, I couldn't. I changed so what, my... What did you do? Oh, I had to go and change my uh, Zoom. Real tech? Yep, I had to change it. To what? Uh, so I changed it to uh, same as speakers, and then I changed my microphone to a ray. So I just changed the selection option. I'm trying to see, and all I'm, and the reason why I'm asking you, I'm trying to think how what's the what's the similar situation over on the, on on my pad iPad. Probably the same thing. Because see, see they so different. They're supposedly so different to normal computers, desktops, laptops. So you see my screen? I'm seeing your screen change. Yeah, you see this drop down arrow? Which one? This one, you see this? Where's your arrow? I don't see your arrow. Oh, you don't see the blue highlighted? I don't see what? The blue, uh, my cursor highlighting system, same as system speakers. Probably can't see it. No, I know. I'm oh. looking for it. Yeah, it ain't showing it to you then. It's not showing it. <clears throat> All right. But, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> We've been dipped again. <laughs> yeah.